Abistaf Mem Gimel, even though we learned from the Mishnah Mem Bez Mem Bez before, we're going to repeat from there since it's one sugya, 15 lines from the bottom of Mem Bez Mem Bez, Dr. Mishnah. A nice and clear taxonomy, and I'll put a plate or a tray under a lamp or under a candlestick on on Shabbos, the Shemin, in order to accept the Shemin. We learned in Rashi, and we'll see in the Gemara further, that there's machlekes, what the Pshat is. Either, like we'll learn in the Gemara from Rabbah, that the Pshat is that you can't do it because it's unclean, nito, b'shabbos, al tzarech, tov, anito, that you're not allowed to move a kli on Shabbos, even if the kli is not muksa, to in order to help out or to do something for something that's muksa. So, for example, in this case, you're not allowed to put a plate, which is not muksa, under the nair, because since the, the nair and since the oil is muksa, and the reason why it's muksa, we have many reasons, but let's learn Pasha, that's muksa mach isa, that right now, when the shaman is in this lamp, you can't take out any shaman because that would be an isa of kibui, so therefore it's muksa, so you now let move the kli because of that, and Rabbah in the Gemara, we'll see in a moment, makes a chil between something that's at sol matsuya or something that's at sol she'en matsuya, so something preventing a commonplace loss, we're going to say, even there we're going to allow you to do it, it's muta, even though it's a kli that's nito for something that's a However, you can't move something for an uncommon loss. And therefore, in our Mishnah, we're going to explain that in order to save the Shemin, Shemin is an uncommon loss. Rashi explains that the reason why it's an uncommon loss is because it's not normal for Shemin to drip out. And Tyson points out, no, since you're allowed to do it on Arab Shabbos, therefore it's normal for people to place the plate there on Arab Shabbos to prevent the common loss of Shemin on Shabbos. But the fact that you didn't put a plate there Arab Shabbos, therefore we're not going to allow you to do it on Shabbos to prevent such a loss. The Gemara Mishnah if you place the plate there on Arab Shabbos mutter, it's mutter to do that even to place the plate there Arab Shabbos is no is at all. Other Rishonim learned that it might be only However, you now use the oil that falls into the plate. That's not menamucha. That's considered muksa. Like we said, the oil is considered muksa machas iso. The Gemara will explain if that iso muksa pertains to only while the fire is still burning, or maybe it would also apply even if the fire is now extinguished. At that point, it would still be iso because like Rabbi Huda will say in the Gemara. The Gemara continues. Amar Chisra Chisra says, "I'll be even though that we just generally said from our Mishnah we see this cloud that a nice kli takas so we understand from our Mishnah they now place a kli in order to save the egg of a tanagos if it was laying the egg on an incline which is not standard to lay an egg that way and therefore since it's something which is atzal she'enu mitzuyo it's not a commonplace occurrence therefore you now place a kli under there I'll kai for that kli but you're allowed and again we're learning like the spur of Rabbo that you're allowed to turn over kli on the egg on Shabbos shalit in order that it should break now even though an egg is muksa because an egg is noilat it was born and it was hat laid on Shabbos however the, the, you're allowed to place a clear on top of it so it shouldn't break. Why? Because even though however, for a Yetzal Metsuya, something which is commonplace, you're allowed to move it. That's what Rabbi says. It's normal for Tana girls to lay the eggs in a heap, in our Ashba, in a garbage dump, or it means on any flat piece of surface. That's standard. And it's not normal for it to lay its egg in a place where there's a slope. That's still not normal because generally things are Pretty much level, but and therefore Vatsal Matsuya Hatiru, Vatsal Shane Matsuya Hatiru. The only time they will mat you to move a kli, even for something that's muksa, is only by Hatsal Matsuya, by Hatsal Shane Matsuya, they weren't mat. And this idea we get from the Mishnah itself, like Rashi points out. 
So now Abayi will ask five different questions, and all of the answers will be that there's a difference between Hatzol Metsuya and Hatzol Shein Metsuya Lefi Rabba. The Gemara says, "Ixu Abayi Abayi is Hatzol Shein Metsuya Leitiru." Are you saying that you're not matter even by Hatzol Shein Metsuya? But tell you we have a brayso. The Nishvoli Chavishal Tevel B'Roish Gagli. If someone has a barrel of Tevel, Tevel is of course something that wasn't taken off Truma or Meisa. Midrash Yinala eat it, and Midrash Bani Yinala take off. Any of the true mysis on Shabbos because it's nirikim misakin. It looks like it's misakin. So therefore, it's really muksa. The chavis shall tell brish gagai, and it's uncommon for a chavis to break. And still, we say maybe kli or meniach tachter. You're allowed to take a kli and allowed to place it under it. I we just said according to Rabbi, ain't kli nito b'shabbos al tzeret nito, and this is something which is hatzol l'sheinim etzuyah. The Gemara says b'guvichad l'shchikah l'paki. We're talking about in those days when you had a barrel. They made a barrel. Not always was it tested so well. Do they know that it's going to actually be working? However, in this case, it was talking about a barrel that was brand new, and therefore, since you it broke, that's normal that you break, and that's hatzol l'etzuyah. And that's why you're allowed to move a clee for that case. Aceve, the second kasha, nice and clee taxanella, cobbled zaitzes. We're allowed to move a clee on Shabbos under and there in order to accept in the zaitzes the. Um, sparks that fall out of the kli, so out of the nair. So the Gemara says, that's also shchiach, and therefore again, there was no problem of of muksa of moving a kli. Uh, we don't say the klal ain't cleaning to b'shavs a little tzeret. I need in the case where it's hatzal and mitzuya. We turn to Mem Gomel Nalf Eisvei, the third kasha. Kaif and Ka'aral in there. You're allowed to turn a plate on top of a nair. That in order that it doesn't um, attach to the beams of the house, which means that it doesn't catch fire onto the house. So you over there, how can you turn over a ka'ara if there's a din of and this nair is of course muksa because it's a fire and I'll cover, you shouldn't be able to cover that on Shabbos, so you can't move a kli, l'tzarech, a thing that's muksa. Here we're also going back, talking about Hatzal Metsuya because it's talking about a house which had low, very low ceilings and therefore it would be very common for it to go on fire if you had a nair right there and that's why we allow you to take a plate and put it on top of it. Another question, because if you had a beam in a house that broke, and now the beam, of course, is a muksa because it doesn't have a proper usage and it's built into the house, so then you're allowed to support it with a bench or with the bedposts. So the Gemara says again, we're talking about brand new beams in the home, and that's standard or it's normal, it's more of a hatzolom mitsuya that that's something that's going to break, and therefore, since hatzolom mitsuya, we will mat you to actually do. Put a kli under it and move a kli with tzarech that muksha muksha. Last question of Rabbi Yisif of Abaya on Raba. Nice kli takes adel b'shabes that you're allowed to place a kli in order to accept the drips that were coming through the house on Shabbos. Now that drip, since it's dirty water, you're not going to be able to drink it on Shabbos, and therefore it's muksa. So you see, you're allowed to move a kli for muksa. Again, it's all about a new house, and by a new house, it's normal that sometimes you'll have a leak, and therefore, until you figure out where all the leaks are, it's normal, and therefore, it again is a Hatzal material, and that's why we let you move the kli. Rabbi Yisif says and explains the, the dinner of Chista, but he gave the egg a little bit different. He says, the pshat of Rechista is like we explained that the pshat is that someone has a kli and that kli is mutter to use because it's not muksa it has a purpose and then you take it and you put something muksa on top of it on Shabbos that will be mevata kli mechane and you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos therefore here also that laid an egg if you take an egg and the egg's falling into the kli so then you're not allowed to do it because the, the egg now falling into the kli the egg is a thing which is noil which is muksa now it's going to go on the kli the kli is not 
not going to be able to be moved anymore because it's a basis for a Dover Asa. Once that's the case, then you're Mavatal Klimechoni, and that's why you're not allowed to do it. However, if you take the Kli and you put it on top of the egg, then you're not being Mavatal Klimechoni. You could still take the Kli off the egg, and everything would go back to normal, and that's why there's no problem. And Rabba doesn't, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yasef doesn't hold of the cloud Rabba of Ain Kli and Mishabs El Tzarek Dover Anito, and he has a new Svarin of Chisto. And therefore, Lechayra, Lefir Rabbi Yasef, you have to explain the Mishnah again differently as well. Then in the Mishnah, when we're talking about the candle, the reason why you're not allowed to put a plate under candles because once the oil falls onto the plate, then it's going to be vato the klimei chone, it's going to be vato that plate that you place there from usage anymore because until now you're allowed to use the kli. But now that you put it under there, therefore it will become also based on the fact that the oil would be dripping onto the clean. The oil, of course, is muksa. Ace Rabbi, Abayi asked the same question, plus we're going to add one more. So Abayi asked, and here we can't answer the tarots that there's a difference between something that's Hatzal Mitzuri, Hatzal Shein Mitzuri, because according to Rabbi Yasef, that's not relevant at all. So the Gemara asked all the same questions. The Gemara is going to give different answers. Chavishal Tavishal maybe Kliacham and Yechatachta, the same question. Amalei, Tavil Muchanu, you told me Tavil is actually muksa. No, Tavil is actually, in some ways, it's not muksa. Why? It's Mukhanetzashabashim. We know that even though we said Midrabbanon, you're not allowed to take off Chumas and Mice on Shabbos, but if you were over and you did it, then it actually works and you're now allowed to eat the Tevel. Now you're allowed to eat the pears. It's not Tevel anymore. And therefore, this this broken chavis, now the tevel that's inside is not necessarily going to be muksa because if someone now goes and takes off the trumas and ma'isa, even though it's be'isa, it's rabbanon, it would still be mesukin, and therefore it's multiple tafloi, and rash says not only mesukin, and lo'ichloi, and you could iron tesis about the question if it's lo'ichloi, are you allowed to really eat it or not? The Gemara now brings the second question. Noise of Klee Taxes and Ella Kabbalah says, he's allowed to place a Klee under an air to catch the sparks. And that should be also like Rabbi said, like Rabbi Yisrael said, that there's a problem about the klimei chonei. So I'm going to read Rabbi Shun. It says the mamish. The says don't have mamish, and therefore there's not going to be a problem because there's not going to be anything on the kli, and therefore the kli won't become muksa. You'll be able to continue to move the kli. Another, the, the third question. So the Gemara says, did Rafi? You didn't do it very supported. You didn't do it very tight. You did it actually loosely. If you want, you can take it out, and therefore there won't be a problem. You're not going to be about the klimei chonei because actually pull out the Aruch Zamito or the Safsal, you can pull it out from the support of the Kaira, and therefore that's not a problem either. Nice Kli Taks Adel Bishabbos, we said you're allowed to place a Kli under the drip in the roof on Shabbos. Here we're talking about not dirty water like we said before. We're actually talking about clean water, and therefore since it's clean water, it's actually not going to be Muksa at all, so you're allowed to place the Kli there now to accept it, and now you'll be able to actually drink it. It won't be, won't be, be Mavata Kli Me'echane. Another question comes to Salaf a new question. They allowed to place a, back, a basket in front of Young chicks, she yalu that she go up and down in order to get to their nest. Otherwise, they may get lost. You allowed to do it in order to save the chickens. So again, the Gemara's question is: You battle klimei because now the chickens are muksa, and when they are on the steps that you this this sal this basket you made as steps for it, that would now be make this sal muksa. We hold they actually allowed to move the sal afterwards. We learned to price also tafli. You not allowed to move the basket. The only time we said it's us to move them is only when the chickens are on them. But once the chickens go into their nest or come down and not on them at all, that wouldn't be a problem. We learned that even if the chickens aren't on it at that point, it would still be us. The only time we said it's us to is only if it was on it. The entire time during Bainish Mushrooms. Then we say 
Once something is muksa, the entire Ben then it's Kasei the Kuluyem, and that's the Chiddush of Yudah, which we'll have later on, that he holds that's completely is Kasei for the whole day, and it's going to be muksa the whole day. However, if they're not on there the whole time, Ben then there wouldn't be an Israel Latatlai, and therefore it's not Mavatakli Mehechanai. Armin Bitzchak, Rabbi Bitzchak says as follows that even though Rabbah, which we learned before, said that in Klinit Mishabas Al Tzerich Dava Nito, and we said Rabbah made a differential, and Rabbah says Nafkamir Ben Hatzal Mitzuya and Hatzal Shein Mitzuya, if there's a common loss or something that's normal or something that's uncommon, that if there's a common loss, then he said that the Rabbanan never made such an issue, it's mutter to move a Klinit Mitzuyah. Even Tzarech Dava She'en and Nital, even the Tzarech Muksa, if it's Hatzal Metsuya. However, Hatzal She'en and Metsuya, there was an Issa. Rabbi Yitzchak said there's no nafkamina between Hatzal Metsuya and Hatzal She'en and Metsuya. Rabbi Yitzchak, She'en She'en Nisan Kli, Takhstan Gadil, Kavah Bitzaisa, Kach Ein Kaifin Ola Kli, Bishul Shalit Shabbat. It doesn't make a difference. It's a commonplace, it's not commonplace. You now do it, and now move a Kli for the eggs. Kasava, and Kli Nital, El Dava Nital Bishabbas. That Kli Knappi Nital, El Dava Nital Bishabbas, and it goes one step further than Rabbi. Now, all the questions of Abaya, therefore, going to pertain to Rabbi Yisif, and you're not going to be able to answer the same answer. Why? Because before we could answer there's a difference between Hatzal Metsuya and Hatzal She'en Metsuya, but now in Lefi Rabbi Yitzchak, you can't answer that there's a difference between Hatzal Metsuya and Hatzal She'en Metsuya. So basically, and all the questions that we asked before, Bishani, and all of them, we answered that we're talking about a case where you're taking a Kli, and the Kli that you're moving in order to protect or to pick up the water from, let's say, the rain water that was dripping, or the case of the barrel by the truma, etc. All those cases, the clean that you took in order to protect it, it was a clean that you were moving anyways, Lutzerich Mekaymai. You were anyway taking, let's say, a small um, vessel and moving it because you wanted that spot. So now, once you're moving it, we say, now you're allowed to take it and move it on top of the bayer, for example. You're allowed to cover the egg at that point because anyway you're moving it, so now you're allowed to leave it wherever you want. That wouldn't be an Issa of Ein Klinit Meshavz Lutzerich Dov Hanitov. Toshma, we have another Shiloh on Rabbi Yitzchak. Both of those cases when an egg is born and laid on Shabbos Yontav, it's considered Neuland's Muksa. Not let him move it. Not to use it for a stop in a jar. Or to use it for a level for a bedpost that it should be even. You let it take a Kli and put it on this egg in order that it doesn't break. So Gemara says, how can you move the Kli? The answer is, how can I we'll talk about a case that it was Tarakim you needed the cleave for another to move it from a certain spot. Let's say you want to use the table where the cleave was. You now that you have the cleave in your hand anyway, now you can move it and cover over the um, egg. The Gemara says, Tashma, we learned, Parson, Machzelis, Agabi Avonim, you let it take a, um, a mat and spread it out on top of Avonim Bishabbos. Avonim Amuksa. So how can you spread out a mat? I ain't clean into Bishabbos, I'll serve Dov and you can't say that there's a difference over here between Atzal Matsuya and Atzal Shein and Matsuya. The Gemara answer about Avonim Mekuzolis, the Chazan basically said, we're talking about over here stones which are not Muksa because the Avonim Mekuzolis, they were things that were used in the bathroom those days, which were very smooth stones, and therefore since the Chazan basically said, they weren't Muksa at all. Tashma. You'll add a spread out mats on top of bricks on Shabbos and bricks on Muksa. How can you do it on top of bricks? The Gemara answers, they're starting with Yana. They were actually leftover bricks from building and therefore they're not going to be used for building anymore. The Chazal and Mizgalau, they were now Chazi to use as a chair or as something to lean on that they used to do Haseba by all their meals. That was something that used to be used bricks in order to lean on and therefore maybe that's what we're talking about and therefore they weren't Muksa at all. You're allowed to spread out mats on top of beehives on Shabbos during the summer 
because it was hot, during the winter months, because of the rain, therefore you're allowed to protect them. But you have to make sure you're not having kavana to capture the bees and make sure the bees stay in the, the hive, because if you're doing that, then there would be an isa outside. Gemara says, again, how can you move a machzalas, a kli, in order to protect the kavaras dvarim? The, the bees are all muksa, and therefore you shouldn't be able to do that. We're talking about in the beehive, there was honey, and therefore you were actually doing it in order to protect the honey, and the honey is not muksa because that's a food product. It makes sense during these summer months. Let me turn to my gumon base, take a dvash that there's honey in the beehive. But we basically show like a dvash during the winter months that there's no dvash in the beehives. Michael Memo, what are you going to say? The chayyot is a problem of taking a kli and protecting the bees, which are muksa. More insulin, it's a chalas. We're talking about the two chalas, meaning even during the winter months, like Rashi points out, it was normal to keep two um, two honeycombs in the uh, beehive because otherwise the bees wouldn't be able to survive through the winter months. They needed food, so you left the Two honeycombs in there, and therefore you're protecting again a food product. Protecting more of our know those are things that are not food products. They're left for the bees to eat, and therefore they're not used for Michael Adam, and therefore it should be muxin as well. And that doesn't help you because you have the two chalas. The answer is the Gemara answers the Chashvelayu that you thought before Shabbos that I, I will use these honeycombs on Shabbos. I potentially could use them, and therefore since you knew you could potentially use them, therefore by taking a kli and putting it on top of this beehive, it won't be a problem because. On the two honeycombs are in there, that is a food product and it is not muksa. What would be the din if you didn't have such a kabana? It would be also ihachi. If so, why do you say that would be also if you had kabana to be tzad and therefore you should make sure you didn't have kabana to do tzedah? Why did the member, why don't we say a specific case? We should say the only time that it would be muta during this winter months to do this is only when you had kabana to use the honey. Combs. But if you didn't have Machshava, then there would be also to move because it would be a problem of clean nitel, the Tzarek Dava, Shein nitel. You can't move a cleave for something that's Muksa. It says, How come Ashwan? That wouldn't be a problem because we're saying that the Chiddush is, even though you had Kavana and it's not a problem Muksa because of the honeycombs, but the Vachal Yiskamalotz, you should notice another problem over here. If you have Kavana, if it's odd, that would be an Issa by itself. The Gemara now is bothered by a question regarding the case of the beehive. The Gemara says as follows. Money. Who is the case of the beehive? Rashi points out like this. Money he should Who is it that you have to come up with the terrors that you're talking about Shekhishev and it wasn't considered Muksah? But we're saying that if it would be a Dovashem Muto, how do we see that Dovashem is Muto in this case? Because we said the only way you're going to be Chayab and is only if you Miskav and because of Vachloy Yiskav and That we said the only time you're Muto is only when you didn't have Kavana and Tzad, but if you had Kavana to be Tzad, it would be also. But Lachaira, according to my nomad, it says Dovashem is also, even if you never. It would be also Elamai, it must be Rab Shimon. But e Rab Shimon, if it's Rab Shimon, Dr. Gemara, Leslie Muksa, Rab Shimon doesn't hold the concept of Muksa, and therefore you wouldn't have to have the concept of Chishav. And the Gemara says, e Rab and if you can tell me to Rab Yuda, who cares if you didn't have Kabbana Pitzad, the din is, Dovashem is Kabbana is also, and therefore it would be also, why does the Mishnah, the Bryce say, Vachle is Kabbana Lotzad? 
My answer is Lailam Rabbi Huda. Really, it's Rabbi Huda, and really, Yol Tavshim Iskav is also. So when it says Vashle Iskav Lotsu, what does it mean? Shle Yasena Kometsuda. It means that you shouldn't make it as a trap. Meaning, when you're doing it, have Kavonah to make sure that you didn't do it in a way that the bees can't escape. Because if you did it in a way that they can't escape, even if you didn't have Kavonah for Tzad, you'd be Chayyeh because Tavshim Iskav is also. Make sure you leave space for them that it shouldn't come that they're trapped by themselves because then we would say would be Now Ravashi is going to go back and answer Rav Ukfa Mimation's question that was actually asked to Ravashi and that he asked that when there are honeycombs that the ikadvash but be meksukshom dalakadvash Michael Mayma and Rashi says very simple terrors. Rashi Yama miktani be meksukshom meksukshom. Who said we meant the summer months and the winter months? But what we meant is bechamim pnei chamim meksukshom pnei meksukshom miktani, which means biyomi nisim biyomi tishrei. That we're talking about the months of nisim and months of tishrei, which is fall and spring. In those days, it's not actually winter where there's no honeycombs. We're talking about times that there are always honeycombs. Comes in those periods of times. The Ikachama, it's very hot in that period, those periods of times. The Ikachama, sometimes it's rainy during that period of time. The Ikachama, and it's also Dvash, and therefore in all those cases, there's no problem with Muxa at all because you're taking the clean in order to protect the Dvash which was there. The Gemara continues, Amalur Ashesh, Ashesh says to his Talmud, Pukov Amalur Rabbitzrak, go and tell Rabbitzrak in Eretz Israel, Kvatig Ravunal Huna said a similar concept to what you said, and he said this in Babel, that Rabbitzrak said, Inclinito Mishabh said, he didn't make a difference like Rabbo made a difference between Hatzal Matsuya, Hatzal Shane Matsuya. That's similar to the case of Rafuna. Rafuna Rafuna said, for a dead body because of a live person. You now make a for a dead body because of a dead per- dead person. My, what does that mean? And so said Shila Mari. If you had a dead body that was lying in the sun, and like Rashi said, and you didn't want it to um, wither away and start smelling. So, on Shabbos, you let have two people and come on opposite sides of the dead person and you sit on the ground. And then when it get very hot and they're not able to sit on the ground anymore because it's too hot, this one can be a mito. Again, there was an air or it's a shusiyachet over there, and therefore they're allowed to carry mito. You take the mito, you can go and sit on them. And this one brings a bed, and he sits on it. That's not a problem. Then the sun starts shining on them, and it gets very hot even on top. Then you can bring mats, or parcel them, they can spread it on top of them, and they hold it with their hands, and hold it up, and therefore they're protecting themselves from the sun, and they're making shades for themselves. And then afterwards, then they can now move away. This one could take his mito and turn upwards, and this way he can lean on the top of the bed and he could leave. Then the other one could take his bed and turn it upwards and therefore make a way for the Machzels, the mats should have a place to a platform to lean on top of. And then he can sleep away. And then he can leave. And then you have a machitza that protects the mace, and you have shade for the mace on Shabbos. Now, for the mace itself, you're not allowed to do it because the mace is muksa. But now you're allowed to take a kli that's generally not nitel on Shabbos, which is not going to be done for the mace. But you're allowed to do it. So you see the concept again of Yitzchak that you're not allowed to move a kli for something that's not. A that's that's muksa. However, once you do it for yourselves, then you're allowed to already use it for the mace. Now Rashi points out, of course, that you're not allowed to take it and build up the beds and put the mats on it because if you do that, then you're building a oil haray from the bottom up. And anything, even our oil haray, the Rabbanon said you're not allowed to make an oil haray on Shabbos as long as you're going bottom up because that's the derech 
Binyan. However, from top down, which is on this case where you took the machzelos and you put it onto the bedpost afterwards, that's a top down approach, and that would be muto, and we'll continue from here tomorrow.